Welcome into a new episode of 12th Man Moments. I'm your host, Sean Burnett, and this is the podcast for all Texas A&M lovers out there. New, old, alumni, current students, you name it, we've got the stories for you. Today we're going to take a look at a season that Aggie women's basketball fans will never forget. The history and love for Aggie athletics runs deep in all of us here in College Station, like extremely diehard fans. Some may even call us delusional, but that's okay because we own it here. In fact, some people may be surprised to hear that while the fans may have you believe A&M has won a national championship in every sport known to man, that's actually not the case. A&M has 29 total national titles, and that sounds like a lot, yeah. But when you really look at it, 12 of those are in equestrian, and 9 are in track and field. And no offense to any of the other collegiate sports, but when you look at the big sports here at Texas A&M, we really don't have a whole lot. Sure, we have three national championships in football. Sounds great. But those were in 1919, 1927, and 1939. I don't know about you guys, but that's kind of hard for me to consider worth noting. In 2003, A&M Athletics would change forever. That was the year a coach by the name of Gary Blair graced us with his presence on campus. After 10 seasons as the head coach for the Arkansas women's basketball program, Gary was hired as the Aggies' new women's head coach. Coach Blair has a massive list of accomplishments and honors. In fact, you could say that it's enough to write a book on, which has happened. Author Rusty Burson sat down with me to discuss his experience writing a book on the legend of NCAA women's basketball. The book is called A Coaching Life. What is it that makes Coach Gary Blair click? What is it that made him so successful, even off the court? I think it's just how he relates to people. He he really likes people. He he genuinely wants to be around people. And it that's the first part of what makes him so special. I mean, it didn't matter what he was coaching, whether he was going to coach golf, which was his first job at South Oak Cliff, or... or Anything else, I mean, he could have coached baseball, he could have coached men's basketball, uh, women's basketball just happened to be the thing, but it's just his gift and his love for people that, um, and to help people. He, he genuinely wants to, to help and make people better and make their day. That's why, you know, when he walks into a restaurant, you know, he, he's going to go around and say who he knows. And if he doesn't know, you know, he'll shake his hand and say, you know, I'm Gary Blair. And I just think that that has been the essence of, um, what has made him so great as a coach and off the floor as well. What was so special about that national championship season? Honestly, it's to me, it's the greatest coaching job that's ever been done at Texas A&M because in any sport, because that program was so horrifically bad when he took over. And so, so to see that program be that bad and for him to get that, that basketball team uh, to the national championship, you know, the, the elite of the elite, that to me is just the greatest accomplishment of any coach at uh, Texas A&M and any sport. The 2010-2011 women's basketball season here at A&M was one to remember. That's because Gary and the team won. They won a lot. In fact, they won the national championship. Now, this was back in the days of the Big 12, so the schedule looked a lot different than it does today. But that certainly doesn't change the fact that what the women did was unbelievable. The team would go 33-5 on the season with big wins over seven different ranked teams. Outside of conference play, their only loss was early on in the season to number five ranked Duke. 
The women went 13-3 in conference play, but that was only good enough for second in the conference behind Baylor, and they entered the NCAA tournament as a two-seed. Any college hoops fan knows that getting into the tournament is hard. Staying in the tournament is significantly harder. It's called March Madness for a reason. It's March, and the basketball is absolute madness. Cinderella stories, big upsets, buzzer beaters, all you sports nuts, y'all know the drill. And while A&M was a two-seed, they would have to get through their biggest nemesis in Baylor to make it to the Final Four. Of course, why not play Baylor for a fourth time this season? For those of you unfamiliar with college women's basketball, Baylor is an absolute juggernaut. And you remember those three conference losses I was speaking of earlier? Yeah, those were all to Baylor. Baylor had taken A&M down not one, not two, but three times already in that season. But Coach Blair and the women weren't about to make it four. They beat Baylor 58-46 to for a spot in the Final Four and would go on to take out number one seed Stanford and number two seed Notre Dame in the national championship game. Longtime host of Texags Radio and huge supporter of AM women's basketball, Gabe Bach joined me to talk about what made that team so special. All right, Gabe, this women's basketball team, they were led by one of the greatest coaches in NCAA history, Coach Gary Blair. He's been doing it for so long. He's one of the best. What did that team that won the national championship, what did they have that was different from the other teams that season? Well, they had a truly elite player. In order to win the national championship, you've got to have Diana Taurasi or Lisa Leslie or, you know, you've got to have a a first-team All-American. A, it's almost impossible to be – in that era, it was almost impossible – for anybody, when when the season was on the line, to nobody was beating uh, UConn. They just weren't. So all the stars had to align. Maya Moore was on that team. I think she was going for championship number four out of four, and one of the all-time great uh, women's basketball players. But but A and M had a darn good one. Then they had a, a true superstar in Danielle Adams, and that was the key. She's the only women's basketball player to have her jersey retired at A and M, number twenty-three. You have to have that. You've got to have elite leadership, point guard play. It's all got to come together. So they had all the pieces, and they really had just tremendous chemistry. And remember, Vic Schaefer had it rolling as the defensive coordinator of that team. And so it just – all the pieces really, really just came together. But you got to get a little lucky, and you got to show up when it matters most. And the Aggies just took care of business from that point, uh, held on for dear life, won the national championship. Gary Blair's on the dang – podium doing the Dougie. I mean, it's just, it, oh, and one of the funniest things about it was as soon as A&M won, of course, they had the streamers and the confetti and it was all green, blue, and gold. Oh, no like, way. It was, it was, a, it was no doubt who was going to win the championship once Notre Dame got past UConn. Wow. There was no doubt. Oh, yeah. So I know a lot of Aggies who just took home a big pile of that con- confetti and still have it. It's not easy to get a Hall of Fame coach to sit down for an interview, but I was lucky enough to get Coach Blair on the phone to talk about the experience. The three number ones were Baylor, Connecticut, who had lost already to Notre Dame, and Stanford. We knew we were just as good as Notre Dame, so we didn't go into that game at all, being the under, thinking, get the ball, get the ball to Daniel Adams. She scored 22 points in the second half, 30 overall. Colson started playing like the best floor manager in the game, and we just fed off of her energy. Adora Lanu, Gilbert coming off the bench, and Kyle White, big shot after big shot. And that's 
That's what you do. To this day, I've seen the semifinal many times. I haven't seen the complete whole game of the final championship game. I've seen bits and pieces of it. So the day that I retire, hopefully later than usual, in late March or April, I'll go and I'll watch the whole game and be able to celebrate it with the fans and with my players. It's been 10 years now since Coach Blair and the women brought A&M another national championship, and he has continued to produce as one of the best coaches in NCAA history. Just a few months ago, he officially announced that 2021-2022 would be his final season. The Aggie men's and women's basketball arena, known as Reed Arena, just recently named the court in Gary Blair's honor, Gary Blair Court. So yeah, he's a pretty big deal here. While it's hard to pinpoint your favorite moments with Coach Blair as a coach here in Aggieland, that 2010-2011 season has to be pretty high on the list. So we celebrate Coach Blair and know he will undoubtedly go down as one of the greatest coaches we've ever seen here in Aggieland, and one of the best collegiate coaches of all time. But most importantly, while he does have all of that to his name, it's widely known that he is an even better person off the court. So here in Aggieland, he will be remembered forever. Now I promise you I will sit down by myself and my wife and we will watch it and we will cheer and I don't want anybody else to watch it with me. I want to be able to just my wife and I watching that game and cheer us on. That's going to do it for today's episode of 12th Man Moments. A big thanks to author Rusty Burson, former Tex-Ags radio host Gabe Bach, and of course, thanks to the great Gary Blair for giving us a little bit of his time. And don't forget, you can subscribe to 12th Man Moments on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Sean. I'm your host, your editor, and your producer. Until next week, giggle.